Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shutter Radio. I am your host for the evening, Mike Hugh. And tonight, we got a very spooky night for you folks. But first, I got a fun fact for you. Did you know that in Iceland, there are no mosquitoes? Now, how awesome is that? I'd love to move to Iceland one day. We got three records for you folks tonight. One is about 1993 Hatchback Civic. And the other record about a carny. A carny that ran a mansion. And it's called Mike's Mystery Mansion. The third record was actually requested by one of our listeners. It comes all the way from Marlin, Texas. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. For a spook-tastic night here at Shutter Radio. And here are the records. It was a dark and stormy night in the small town of Arlen, Texas. Hank Hill, the beloved propane salesman and patriarch of the Hill family, was out on a late-night propane delivery when he came across a strange figure standing in the middle of the road. The figure was tall and thin, a long pointed nose and a wide, toothy grin. Hank could see his eyes glinting in the headlights, but they seemed to be completely black. There was no soul behind them. Hank slowed down, trying to make sense of what he was seeing. The figure didn't move, didn't speak, just stood there, grinning at him with its black, empty eyes. Suddenly, the figure reached out on a long, bony arm and pointed a crooked finger at Hank. Voice was a low, raspy whisper that seemed to come from deep within its chest. <laughs> It said, Tainted with the blood of the innocent. And tried to shake off the feeling of dread that was creeping over him. He told himself that it was his imagination, that he was tired and seeing things. But as he drove away, he couldn't shake the feeling that the figure was still watching him. Grinning, its awful grin. The next day, Hank's friend and neighbor Dale Gribble came over to his house, looking pale and shaken. Hank, he said, I had the weirdest dream last night. There was this figure, like a scarecrow or something, and it was telling me that the government was hiding something. Something about tainted propane. Hank's blood ran cold. He knew then that the figure he had seen in the road was real that something was terribly wrong with the propane supply in Arden. As the days went by, more and more strange things began to happen in the town. 
People reported seeing the figure in their dreams or catching glimpses of it in the shadows. And the propane supply had continued to be plagued with strange problems. Tanks that wouldn't light. Appliances that malfunctioned for no reason. Hank tried to investigate, but every time he got close to the truth, something always stopped him. It was as if the figure was always watching, always waiting to strike. Finally, one night, Hank found himself face to face with the figure once again. This time, it was in his own backyard, grinning, awful grin. And with that it vanished into thin air, leaving Hank alone in the darkness. From that day on, Hank was never the same. He became withdrawn and paranoid, always looking over his shoulder and jumping at every sound. And though he never spoke of it, he knew deep down that the figure had been right. Arlen was tainted. There was no way to stop it. Mike's Mystery Mansion Mike's Mystery Mansion was the talk of the town. It was an old, dilapidated mansion that had been abandoned for years. People often speculated about its past. No one ever knew for sure what had happened there. One day, a group of teenagers decided to explore the mansion. They thought it would be fun to explore the abandoned property and see what secrets they could uncover. As they approached the mansion, they felt an eerie feeling wash over them. The mansion looked even more ominous up close. The front gate was rusty and creaky, but they managed to push it open. They made their way through the overgrown garden and up to the front steps. As they entered the mansion, they were hit with a musty old smell. The inside of the mansion was dark and dusty, and the flowers creaked under their feet. They made their way through the mansion, exploring the rooms and the hallways. But as they ventured deeper into the mansion, they began to feel like they were being watched. Suddenly, they heard a sound coming from the basement. It was a low growling noise that sent chills down their spines. They hesitated for a moment, but their curiosity got the better of them, and they headed towards the basement. As they descended the stairs, the growling grew louder and more intense. They finally reached the bottom of the stairs and found themselves in a dark, damp room. There was a single light bulb hanging from the ceiling, and in the center of the room was a large metal cage. Inside the cage, they saw a creature that was half human and half beast. Its eyes glowed red in the dim red light, and it let out a blood. 
curling roar. The teens were frozen in fear, unable to move or speak. They looked on the other side of the room, and they saw head in jars. A bunch of freak creatures and abnormalities in the room. Like a stuffed midget, a two-headed baby, and what looked like part of a skinwalker in a glass case. Suddenly they heard footsteps coming from upstairs. The footsteps grew closer and closer until they were right outside the basement door. The teens were trapped with the beast and there was no escape. They were trapped with the abnormalities and this freak show of a room. There was no escape. The door creaked open. And a figure stepped into the room. was Mike, the owner of the mansion, dressed in a full carny outfit with a top hat to match his black and white suit, a cane on his right hand side. He had been living in the mansion all along, and the creature in the cage was his creation. Everything in the room belonged to him. He had been experimenting with genetic engineering. And the creature was the result of his experiments. Mike had lured the teens to the mansion, intending to use them as test subjects for his experiments. The teens tried to run, but it was too late. They were trapped in Mike's mystery mansion forever. The 1993 Hatchback Civic It was a hot summer day in July of 1993 when John, a mechanic at a small auto repair shop, received a call from a customer asking for help with his 1993 Hatchback Civic. The customer named Mark explained that he had been experiencing strange occurrences with his car that he couldn't explain. John, being the curious mechanic he was, agreed to take a look. Upon arriving at Mark's house, John could tell that something was off. The 1993 hatchback Civic looked like it had been through a war zone with scratches and dents covering every inch of its body. Mark explained that he had been hearing strange noises coming from the engine and the trunk and that the car had been acting up ever since he purchased it from a used car dealership. John, being an experienced mechanic, knew that there was likely a logical explanation for the strange occurrences. He popped the hood of the Civic and began inspecting the engine. Everything appeared to be in order until he noticed a faint whisper coming from the back of the car. Did you say that? As he walked towards the trunk, 
He noticed that the back seat was covered in a thick layer of dust and dirt, as if it hadn't been moved in years. John cautiously opened the trunk, and to his horror, he found a dead body lying inside. He immediately called the police, and they arrived on the scene within minutes. As they investigated the car, found that the hatchback Civic had a dark history. It had previously belonged to a notorious serial killer who had used it as a getaway car during his murders. The car had been sold at an auction after the killer was caught and sent to prison. And Mark had unknowingly purchased it. The serial killer had left part of himself in the car, and his spirit had been haunting it ever since. After that day, no one else would go near the hatchback Civic. It sat in Mark's driveway, abandoned, forgotten. Strange things continued to happen around it, and rumors began to spread about the evil that lurked inside the car. One night, a group of teenagers dared each other to go inside the hatchback Civic. They laughed and joked as they opened the doors and climbed inside, unaware of the terror that awaited them. As soon as they closed the door, the car started shaking violently. The windows fogged up, and the temperature inside the car dropped to freezing. They screamed for help, but no one could hear them. The next morning, the police found the hatchback Civic empty, with no trace of the teenagers who dare to enter it. To this day, no one knows what happened to them. Some say they were trapped inside the car forever, while others say they were taken by the vengeful spirit, serial killer, who still haunted the Hatchback Civic. The Hatchback Civic was eventually towed away and scrapped, but the horror it brought to the small town would never be forgotten served as a reminder that evil could lurk in the most unexpected places and that sometimes the things we think are harmless can be the most dangerous of all. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for enjoying tonight's program. Please remember to give the show five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you can find us on YouTube as well, subscribe to our channel where you'll find useful and exclusive content. And I hope you took something away from these stories. Because evil lurks in all the unexpected places. <laughs>